Hey, hey, hey. Hi, everybody. The other way just aired, so I hope you guys finished. Well, not just. I got, I was, I had a late start. It went off like a half hour ago. Judith, hi, Judith. Hi, everybody. Kara has arrived. CQ1990's here. Everybody's here. Matt's here. What's up, Matt? We were literally just talking. Hello. Hi. Hi. I'm good. I've had a rough day. I think you probably also had a rough day. It's been, it's been a Monday, right? It's very Monday. It's been a, it's been a Monday for me, too. And um, Didi had a Monday, too. She told me things were going. It's been rough, but we're going to get through this. Definitely in the air. Right? Right? Yeah. Okay, Didi, I accepted you. But it, you? oh, there you are. Hey guys, how are y'all doing? Hey, I'm good. <laughs> I've had a rough day, but we gotta we gotta push through, right? We gotta get through this. It's been yeah. crazy. Yeah, that's to say the least. It was a Monday today. Yep. I just spilled my drink on my lap just, just to give you an idea of how, the type of day I've been having, right? Wow. Crazy. Hey, Angie. Hey, do your thing. Um, so the other way, we're on episode number two, and it was pretty infuriating. Like, I don't know, this season, they've just been infuriating me every night, which, I don't know, I guess it's good because it's not my problems so i'm just it, my anger can go away at the end of the episode because yeah. it doesn't really involve me so i'm kind of glad about that yeah. but i want to talk about um holly and wayne because holly is is making her way to johannesburg wait i have a question wasn't ronald from johannesburg as well somebody told me on twitter they were like i get ronald vibes from when you guys get do you get it too yes. I yeah yeah. Okay, so it's not just me. <laughs> I get the same vibes. And then when somebody said on Twitter, they're like, you know why you're getting those vibes? They're both from Johannesburg. And I was like, wait, are they really? And they are. They are both from Johannesburg. So I'm interested to see how this is going to go because Holly and her mom and like 100,000 pieces of luggage are making their way right? to Johannesburg. <laughs> and yeah. I'm worried from the beginning because, first of all, it's dangerous there. And we kind of learned this when Tiffany and her ex-husband were together, the break-ins yeah. and the way people put bars on their homes and, you know, just the, the idea of how unsafe it is and how there's not a lot of police like there to protect you. I think that's where it really gets into, into the worry of, worrisome area because there isn't a lot of protection for you. Like yeah. if something was to go wrong, I think the, the person who was showing the house to Tiffany the apartment she was like if you scream loud enough somebody will hear you and they might call 911 that's literally what she said and this was the real estate agent i was like first of all real estate agents are supposed to lie to you and tell you that it's a good right i was like, <laughs> so the fact that she told her that it was just crazy to me but they're going in to this for three months i mean that's the minimum right because that's yeah. how long mom is staying so if things don't work out you know mom is going to make sure that holly gets back on that plane with her when yep. they leave when she leaves so that's how long they're going to give it and mom wants to get to know wayne and wayne doesn't really want to get to know mom wayne just wants mom to go the hell away because i've, I've never met uh, a man or woman who likes their in-laws you tolerate the person because it's it's customary and traditional that you stomach this person, but 
the idea of moving in together and starting your married life together with your mother-in-law, micromanaging your marriage, it's probably what nightmares are made of, right? Yeah, but it's fine because he won the wife lottery, you know. <laughs> well, in her mind, uh -huh. she, she's the wife lottery. And I don't want to disagree. I don't know her, but I like her confidence. I feel like confidence is key. Even if you're not the best and easiest to get along with, pretend like you are. You know, like just yeah. pretend like you are so people will give you the respect that you deserve. Because I feel like I don't think I'm the most most tolerable human being, but I give off vibes that people like me. So people tend to like me because they think people like me, right? You just pretend. I, I felt different about her this time than I did on the first episode. First episode. Okay, I, I want to know why. I just really liked her on the first episode, but this episode, she seemed so, um, I don't even have the right word for it. She was just off. She wasn't the same person as she was on the first episode. She was kind of, I mean, I get that she has ADHD and all that, but she was like all over the place. And it just made me feel like, I don't know. It just made me feel weird. I feel like she's, and then little comments that she kept making to him, mm -hmm. the, like the wife lottery and things like that. It's like, and we get, we have to move and, and stuff like that. It's just, you're not even there yet and you're already changing all these things so just the way she came across on this episode i felt very different than i did last week yeah she's she's definitely making more demands so Didi, how did you feel did you get a different vibe yeah. from holly tonight yeah i i did and how she had to keep running to the bathroom she was in the bathroom for i think um two hours like really sick i mean mm -hmm. and i mean just her her all over demeanor tonight was just something was off about her i don't know what yeah. it is but something was off yep. hey donna and then Scott, when, whenever Scott. they were standing there talking to the producer it's like she couldn't even keep her eyes open like she was on something or higher or something i don't know it was just really something was off hard enough yep. I felt the I don't know. I, I, I thought that she, I don't know, because when she got sick, I was like, maybe she's really, really nervous. Like, it's sinking in that she left her home country and she's in Johannesburg and it, it hit her. A lot of times when you're doing things, it, it doesn't become real until it's right in front of your face. Yeah. So I was like, maybe it's making her physically ill because she didn't really think this through. And now she's there and there's, I don't want to say there's no turning back, but... It's, it's happening, and she has seven days from then to marry this, I don't know, I don't want to call him a stranger, because they, they have met in person, but they've spent very, very little time together versus how long they've known each other. And, you know, adapting to someone is hard. Adapting to living with a cat can be hard, okay? So, like, putting a living person in your house and then adapting to that, that's a lot. And to do that in such a short amount of time and then have your mom there to micromanage the process I kind of just feel like it's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. And the fact that she wants him to move into a gated community, I think All if right. he could have, right, if he could afford to live in a gated community, do you believe he would be living where he's living now? Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. It, not, it's, I don't know. I, I, she just, the, she made a lot of comments when she was not with him, when she was with him, when she was with her mom, she made a lot of little comments. And I was just like, 
this is not, I, I almost thought she was going to cancel the whole thing before she even got the plane. But then once I started, I mean, as the luggage is coming out, I was like, nope, she's packed up the last 30 years of her life. She is on her way. Like, she's taking it all. But I don't know, just his reaction, her reaction. And when she's like, don't kiss me, I've been puking. I get that. I wouldn't want to, yeah. I wouldn't be making out with somebody either. But it took you that long to come from the plane to meet with him. At least stop in the bathroom and brush your freaking teeth. You know? Yeah. Well, she was in the bathroom for two hours. I, I mean, know. she couldn't brush yeah. her teeth. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, guys. Something was off about her tonight. I don't know what it is, but I seen a really big, huge red flag. Yep. Me too. Love this. Catch? That's adorable. Did you catch um, Wayne's comment about her dress? And how she was, he was like, she's like flaunting. She sat down to do something with her shoe. And, you know, her dress was low cut and it was short. And he's like, she's really going to have to change the way that she dresses. I don't want her to be on display. Yeah. And I'm thinking, the first thing I noticed about her on, in her package was how she looked, her hair, and how she dressed. This is kind of a personal style. So the fact that he's just going to bring up to her now, like, oh, by the way, you need to dress like a nun now. Yeah. I don't like yeah. that. I really hate when people aren't open about their feelings from the beginning. Like if the way that she dressed was gonna bother you, obviously when you first met, you weren't thinking about getting married, but you should say like, hey, I like people who dress a little more conservative. I don't like everything hanging out. Right. You know, but the fact that he's gonna wait until she lands in Johannesburg and then said, bring up, bring up like, hey, by the way, you shouldn't dress like that. Like, right. I don't like that. I feel like people should be told that. And I don't really feel like you can tell people how they can dress. Like, I get being married, you feel like you have some sort of say in the yeah. way that person lives their life because you're kind of joined in that relationship together. You live together, you share finances together, you do things together. But they're still not controllable property. You know, if, if this right. is how she expresses herself, like her hair. Like, if somebody was to tell her to cut her hair, she's going to tell you to go to hell. Yeah. You're not going to tell. That's who she is. She's grown it out her whole life. And I think she said she cut it one time. She's not doing that again. And I feel yeah. like the way someone dresses, it's like their hair. It's who they are. Yeah. But also, she gets off the plane. She's wearing that pretty blue dress. But she also had a very long jacket over it. So, I mean, yeah. all this way for the last 38 hours, you kept yourself covered. And now you're in the airport. And you all of a sudden have to change your socks or whatever. <laughs> and so you got to yeah. take off your coat and take off it. I mean, she put herself out on display. So I, I get yeah. I, at his irritation level, because even I was irritated, I was like, what is this? But I was already irritated with her, so maybe that's the problem. She wasn't dressed like she had been traveling. She she was dressed like she was going to a strip yep. club. Okay. I mean, I, mean I, I get it. I mean, I, I get it. Everybody has their own way of um, dressing. I have my own way of dressing, and ain't nobody going to tell me what I can and cannot yep. wear. I mean, that's just a no-go. Yep. But there's a difference how to dress when you're traveling and how you're when you're going out to have fun. Yes. She didn't look like she come off of a plane for 38 hours. No, because she took the time to stop in the bathroom, change her freaking clothes, but couldn't brush her damn teeth. Hmm. Interesting. So are we are we like on Wayne's side with I, this right here or I don't think I'm on either side right now. I think I'm too. I, I'm, I'm against both of them right now because both of them done run, rode me the wrong way. Oh, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm only, I, 
I'm so, I felt so different last episode than I do right now. So I got to wait a couple of episodes to see how I'm feeling because I don't know that one. It, it just really changed my, my outlook today. So we met TJ and Kimberly tonight. And before we get in, I like to do first impressions. So this is a traditional, not traditional, but this is like a, a 90 day um, India American story. We've seen these before and we kind of know how they go. Um, it's a love marriage, which we learned a lot more about with Jenny and Samit and mm -hmm. Rishi and Jen, where it's not arranged. But the only difference here is TJ's family has approved yeah. of this love marriage. They are welcoming it in. They, they're planning the wedding. They're welcoming her into their home. So what do you, first impressions, let's go with TJ and then Kimberly. I want to know how you feel meeting them tonight. I like, like them so far. I, I I like the fact that both sets of parents approve. That's awesome. I think yeah. go team. But I don't like the fact that he's waiting till she's there to drop the bomb. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I just, that threw me off. So I was liking him in the beginning. I was like, okay, speaks great English, seems really down to earth. She seems sweet as pie. I think they're going to be fine. And then further along in the episode, I was scratching my head a little bit. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I don't know what, I, I don't really know. I mean, they're, they're sweet. I am so glad that both, you know, parents are, both sides are in agreement. Yeah. This is the first time I believe we've seen that happen in India yeah. because it's so, they're so traditional, but I don't know. I think there's a bombshell coming and it's fizzing to explode. Yeah. So, so I don't know. A lot of little comments, though. A lot of little comments like uh, about how her family isn't really helping with the wedding and things like that. It's like, well, she's not even there. How can she be helping? You know, she gives her two cents and you change it. So, what do you want her family to do? Are they thinking, are they just strictly talking, sending money? Yeah. That's that's what I got. Yeah. yeah, they just want the money. Yeah. Because so she because from what I understand, she hasn't had no say so in nothing. Yeah. Well, right. She hasn't. So oh, she's clairvoyant and clear ambient. Basically, she's like a psychic. Yeah. And she met him in a dream before she met him in real life. So how do we feel about that? I love. I'm very obsessed. Oh, and she can see ghosts. Yeah. She didn't say that. She just said figures that aren't there. That's, I'm assuming that's what that. Yeah. Um, I'm obsessed with that type of stuff, like the paranormal and ghosts and stuff. So I was really interested in that part of her story because she basically knew that she was going to be with him before she met him, which I thought was really interesting. I believe in that type of stuff. I was raised in, in religion and, and we were talking, we were taught about um, discernment, which is basically like a religious version of being psychic. So I was always interested in that type of stuff. So yeah. I did like that. But I feel like they have the parents' approval, the Indian family's approval, which is crazy. But I feel like they don't get along well enough that it's going to work out. Like, they're kind of the opposite of Ginny and Samit. Like, Ginny and Samit are super strong, and they have a good foundation, and they love each other, and they can make it work. I feel like, but they don't have his family's approval, and they're the opposite. Like, they have his family's approval, but they're never going to make it work because they're too different. Yeah. And I think that their expectations and communication skills are just bad. Like, I've never met a woman 
who was going to get married and they're planning a wedding and she's not a part of it. I've never heard of that. And I mean, it could be Indian culture. Like maybe you just show up like the man in an American wedding. You just show up and the wedding happens. You didn't have to do anything. That's how it is for the guy in America. Maybe it works that way in India, but I've never met a woman who's going to get married to anyone and she's not going to help plan it. She's not going to pick out things. She's not going to have a say in it. And then the fact that they leave her out and then complain that she's not helping or paying also, I just don't see the communication. And the fact that she doesn't want to live with his family, I think is a huge deal because yeah. living with your in-laws and, and the family is a test only for the strongest living people, right? Like, and this yeah. is forever. This isn't just until they get on their feet. This isn't until he gets his own place. No, he's building her like a little apartment shack in the, in the house. <laughs> and it's like, this is yeah. this, the whole, right? Like the whole idea would drive me insane. And yeah. they're a very traditional family where the woman takes care of the house, no matter if it's the mom, the wife of the son, you know, the women, they take care of the home. They cook, they make tea, they clean from to sun up to sundown, and then the men go out and work. And I don't think that she's going to be, a, most people in 2023 aren't okay with that, that typical gender norm, traditional situation. Like even women who grew up that way, they've evolved and progressed and they know that that's not how we should be living. So I don't know how she would be able to live in the family's households, go by their rules, be an Indian wife, which we've learned through Jin and Rishi is not a typical wife. Cause you know, we have housewives in America, but it's, it's much more complicated to be an Indian wife. Yeah. Well, the thing with Jenny and Cement, we've seen their wedding. That's the only Indian wedding we've actually seen so far. Mm -hmm. And theirs was pretty elaborate. And I feel like that kind of a wedding would be really hard to prepare for in a different country. So you just got to hope and pray that your partner's doing everything right. And it sounds like she wanted her white dress, not knowing that you only wear white to funerals. That, <laughs> right. I mean, that, that burst her bubble. I mean, everything that she suggested has been like, no, we can't do that. No, we can't do that. So I feel like the wedding she's walking into is just done and surprise. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be stressful. Oh, oh. But as far as, oh. as far as her living in this tiny apartment, seeing the previous where she's already complaining, just just be glad you know i mean these parents say you can live there jenny's not even welcome in the house so yeah. it it yeah it could be much worse yeah. and and submits basically disowned yeah. so it could be much worse also yeah. push princess says yeah. the men's side plans the reception and the wait the men's side plans the reception the woman's side plans what's called the ladies party where the brides come at least that's how it works okay so they're probably talking about the ladies party is what she sh her family should be planning but yeah would they plan it correctly though because they don't know the culture no. like I, I wouldn't plan some i wouldn't trust someone to plan something that they don't understand yeah you know so i get it maybe they should just call and say hey this is how much it's going to cost it's customary yeah. for you to handle it and we'll make sure that it's 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 to our culture and our our liking i do think that her family going out there for the wedding, there's going to be some clashing. And I feel like we're going to see some good old fashioned 
family to family fighting, you know, because I do feel like those little comments, like you said, those little comments, they're going to come out yeah. and they're going to yeah. say it and people aren't going to bite their tongue and there's going to be some going back and forth. I can see it. Well, I mean, if you flip the table and, and we had her here and him there and they, he was coming here and she, you know, how much involvement is he going to have? You can't just tell him, well, plan the wedding, have your family plan the wedding. Who are they going to call? They don't know anybody here. They don't right. know a good place to have it. They don't, they don't know any of that. Just like we don't know any of their stuff. So I can't imagine trying. I mean, I would have to live with somebody for like years just to, you know, educate myself on their culture. So I knew what I was doing and try to learn the kind of places that we need to be and stuff. I think it's crazy that he's expecting her to have more to do with it than what she is, yeah. in my opinion. I do too. Yeah, this, this, is, this is a recipe for disaster. Yeah. So. Yeah. And she said that he's really dismissive, and you know how I feel about dismissive yeah. people. That yeah. is like my biggest pet peeve. Like, if I'm going to tell you my feelings or how I feel and you dismiss me, like, we're never going to talk. Yeah. Like, I can't stand dismissive people. They they listen to you. They pretend like they care. And then they just dismiss you like you're not there. I can't stand that. That's her biggest, I think, complaint. She said, I feel like he's dismissive. Whatever I say I'm not happy about, he just doesn't care. And that's, that's a, a red flag in itself because when you can't, be open and honest and have a conversation with the person that you're going to marry or they don't, or you can, and they don't care. Both of those are huge. Yeah. Like you should be able to be heard and understood, but we've learned since as long as we've been dealing with um, the other way and couples going into India, the wife going into that situation doesn't have a lot of say. Yeah. The mom is in charge. The matriarch, the woman of the family, she's in charge and you just kind of go along with what makes her happy. And I think that a lot of women aren't gonna be okay with that. So I'm worried that Kimberly is getting herself into something that she's gonna end up having to get back on a plane and run away from but in the future. Also, because so she did live there for a year, not with them, but she lived there for a year. Oh yeah. Yeah, but they, so, they had their own apartment. Yeah. That's right. that's really so, different. When you in your own apartment, you can do whatever you want. Right. Now I'm gonna be living on, on top of their house yeah. in like a little bitty studio apartment right hmm. what I'm is i can't <laughs> what i'm saying is that she lived there for a year so she should know of some of the cultural you know well, some of the things that done let's, in the let's talk about jen jen lived in india for quite a while too and she didn't know a lot about the culture i think that when we go to other countries it's more of a vacation than an educational visit. I've noticed that. Because when I go to other countries, I'm just there to have a good time. I'm not really adapting to the culture or like taking in a lot of the culture. Because I've noticed a lot of people, they can spend quite a bit of time in another country and still not be 100% sure what the cultural norms are. Right. Like, because I remember with Jen, she didn't really understand why Rishi's mom was so nasty about her age. Yeah. But apparently in Indian culture, an old woman, they just call you an old woman. Like they, yeah. don't, they don't have any sensitivity to the subject. They're just like, well, you're too old. You can't give me grandkids. I don't like you. You know, that's yeah. just how they treat women there. And it's, it's a cultural norm. It's not, out of, it's not out of character 
for a mother to call another woman old if they're trying to date her son who they don't consider old yet. You know, right. it's, it's a cultural norm, but a lot of times people can be there for quite a bit of time and they miss those cues. They don't see that. And then when they hear it, they're almost surprised by it and, right. and offended when it's almost, you know, you can't really be offended. This is their culture. This You're on their territory. You know, they, this is their land. They make the rules, unfortunately. You know, just like you come to America, we kind of make the rules here too. I know we're a melting pot, but you know, there's things that Americans accept and there are things that Americans don't. We're much more um, lenient on things. Like there's a lot more acceptance here than in other countries, but there's still people here who act weird yeah. about stuff all the time. Yep. Well, if I agree. I mean, depending on the person they're with too, if they, if they don't um, explain to them what the culture is, I don't care how long you are over there. I mean, you're not going to know the culture yeah. if they don't explain it to you. You can live right. also anywhere and not know the culture. He proposed by text. So, I mean, <laughs> that should have been a no. Should have been a no. Right I'm, I'm glad that she did not accept that as a real proposal because no you're not in prison sir you don't get to send a proposal through text that's what they do in love after lockup they send you a proposal through text and then they mail you a ring yeah. no absolutely not that is unacceptable you will forget all your knee and you will propose the way that you should which he did i'm glad that she didn't accept that but i don't know i thought that it was an interesting story because it's kind of the it's jenny and submit 3.0 but it's like the opposite like they have the they have the approval, but I think that they're already doomed from the beginning. The approval means nothing at this point because I don't think they're going to be able to make it work. Right. It's really weird because a lot of times the Indian versus American culture, the cultural norms are so different. It's interesting because we've seen people marry in Nigeria, um, all these different countries and people are able to adapt, but it seems Indian culture for an American is very difficult to adapt to. Right. Well, I was telling Pineapple, TJ and Kim, but instead it came out The and Kim. <laughs> yes, TJ and Kim. I can't pronounce his name. I don't think she can I, either. I, I don't think anybody can. <laughs> I, I, I know. I, I tried like four or five times and I said, we're going to go with TJ yeah. because I don't want to butcher anybody's name. I just couldn't get it. It was too much. Oh, so I want to go to Mexico City and we're going to talk about Kenny and Armando because Armando did a little exposure therapy on Kenny to prove his awesome. point. Yeah, he sent him to the grocery store where there's no English anywhere. No one even spoke English as far as we know and told Kenny to go and buy everything they needed for food. And this was kind of his way of showing, hey, you're not really ready to live in Mexico City. And an interesting thing came up because Armando was like, I don't want you to feel since you gave up your life in Florida for me to come to Mexico that I owe you something. Do you find that to be an offensive statement or do you feel like that's in that's a, a fair statement? I wanted to know how you guys felt about that. I felt like it was something, if I was in that situation, it would be, you would always be wondering if the other person felt that way, no matter what. But it's all a matter of how many times you say, I gave up everything to be here. So right. we've heard that probably 10 times at least, you know, I gave up everything. I left my family to be here. I, you know, all that stuff. So eventually that's got to start sinking in your head. Like he really did. Do I, I, maybe I owe him, you know, I, it would be tough for me to hear all the time. So do you think that 
Armando owes Kenny some compromise? Or do you feel like no, no one told Kenny, no one told Kenny to pack up and go over to Mexico? I that was Kenny's choice. That was his that was his choice. And I I mean I actually thought it was funny the way Armando done him. Yeah. I mean, that's how I learned. I got thrown in with the sharks. I mean, you know, you, you gotta learn if you wanna live, you know, in, in a different country and you choose to live there, willingly choose to live there, you got to learn. Yeah. And um they've been he's been in Mexico for two years, I believe. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, me within the first year, I was speaking it, reading it and writing it, write, writing it because I didn't want to have to just talk to my dad and my stepmom all the time. I wanted to get out and, you know, and explore. I mean, mind you, I was, you know, I was smaller. I was a kid, but still and yet, you know, you get thrown in the charts, you in with the charts, you, you've got to learn. Yeah. And Armando was, I, I think what Armando... I don't think Armando is trying to to come off as like a uh, butthole. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to keep playing PG, okay? <laughs> I think he's just trying to make Armando. I'm not Armando, but Kenny realize, hey, look, Mexico City is a whole lot different than where we live. They live in the country, yeah. So by now, everybody probably understands what Kenny's saying. He doesn't need the translator out. Right. But if you're moving to a place, Mexico City is huge. It's like Atlanta, yeah. you know. I mean, you, it's it's very busy. So if you want to be able to talk, he can't always rely on Armando. He's got to, he's got to pick up something. Yeah. See, At I least some basics. I kind of felt differently. I kind of felt like Kenny is gonna need Armando even more. And the fact that Armando's like, I shouldn't have to do these things, these things for you. I don't know. It kind of rubbed me the wrong way because Kenny is a little older. Mm -hmm. So there could be a time where Kenny needs Armando to do things for him, like take care of him physically. We, I, God forbid. But it kind of made me feel like Armando's not willing to do that for him. Like he feels like if you ever become a burden to me, I'm not. that's not what I signed up for. So when he said that, I kind of was like, I don't know. I kind of felt like offended by it i was just like why would that you i did not i didn't get that. I, I didn't get that i took it as you have nagged me and nagged me and nagged me to move here and i'm just going to give you a little taste of what it's going to be like if i'm at work and you have to do something this is what it's going to be like can you handle it and he showed that he couldn't handle it i would do the same thing you I mean, I don't care who you are. You should never. Yeah, I mean, I would do the same thing too. I mean, if they like, if they want to come over here and and be with an American, they've got to learn at least the basics. Yeah. At least. Yeah. I mean, because we can't be with them twenty four seven. You know, if you want to be here or if you want to be in their country, either way, you've got to learn at least the basics. At least. But I yeah. also like at the same time. Kenny should get one of those freaking babies that cries all the time and throw it to Armando and say, see, this is what you would have to deal with if I had to leave or if I wasn't here or if I'm 80 and you still have a baby, you know? Yeah, I do think that having a baby, I think Armando's 34. Yeah. And Hannah's at least a teenager, right? No, she's like nine or 10. Oh, she's, she's yeah. little. Okay. So... I think that him wanting a baby is, is ambitious. I guess it's, it's ambitious because 
Hannah is able to take care of herself in many ways. Yeah. So having a baby is is like backsliding by like at least almost a decade. Yeah. So like to go from having a almost independent child, you know, she can eat, bathe, clothe herself, do a lot of things without yeah. anybody helping. So to backslide that many years, I think that he's not understanding how much work that a baby is. Yeah. And I'm not sure how long that he and his ex-wife were together because he may have had help right. when right. Hannah was smaller. His ex-wife, when she was alive, she may have oh. possibly been helping him he with her when she was smaller. His sister was with him all the time, helping him raise her. And his parents, yeah. were there. he wasn't all by himself. Him and his sister had that business together. So she helped him a lot. Yeah, yeah so you're he, right. He wasn't all the way. Yeah. Around. His mom and dad was there as well. So he always had help with Hannah. Yeah. I mean, there's some miscommunication somewhere. Yeah. I mean, there is, because how is it that Armando is still consistent that he wants to have a child but and kenny's still saying he doesn't want to have a child or if they adopt he wants a you know a child like around hannah's age yeah. so i mean there's some miscommunication somewhere see yeah. and if they adopted a child that was around hannah's age i think that would be a little easier to juggle yeah because having if they adopt a new baby or have a surrogate that's like brand new you get it from the hospital and i don't think either one of them is ready for that you know no. and i think that that would break hannah's heart i love how kenny was with hannah tonight i thought it, it was such a precious moment and and the love that he showed her was awesome but that doesn't mean that he wants to jump into having another one no no like he's raised yeah. his kids. he's got grandkids like i feel like once you go through that you're done you know you enjoy but i think that's what happens when you get into a relationship where there's such an age gap yeah you both want you're at different stages of your life so you both want different things yeah and i think that they didn't think about that you know when they fell in love and they met they didn't realize like oh well there's like almost a 30 year age gap what I want in life and what he wants in life are going to be completely different things yeah. because Kenny, Kenny's lived his life and he's like in retirement stage and Armando is still experiencing things for the first time. Yeah. Like he's literally still experiencing yeah. things for the first time. So they're in a completely different world from each other and they're trying to coexist. And these were the problems that, you know, even David and Annie went through because David was the same way. He was like, I have children. I definitely don't want no more. And Annie was like, well, I want kids. I don't have any, you know, and her being so much younger, why wouldn't she have kids? Yeah. It's, it's in her culture. I think to be a complete woman, you have to have kids. Yeah. Like, it's just cultural thing. So these are the relationship things that people don't realize when they get into those relationships with such an age gap. Yeah. I really do think yeah. that it's gonna be a hard transition. And really I don't really think, Mexico City is the right place for them. After what I've learned from you, Didi, about it and, and how, I mean, Hannah is on board. And I think yeah. children are usually on board because when I moved cross country with my mom, I was probably 15. I was so on board with it. Yeah. I just recently moved cross country, the worst thing I've ever done in my life. Like, <laughs> yeah. So much work, stressful. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't have a stroke. So I feel yeah. like at a younger age, it sounds so much better yeah. than it is. Because like now, if someone's like, would you move cross country again? I was like, 
to a grave site, <laughs> like not while I'm alive. Right. Like I would never do this again. Like never. It was so stressful. So I, I do think that baiting Hannah into saying she was interested wasn't cool. Okay, like that wasn't cool because children are always interested. That's like asking a kid if they want to go to McDonald's, or asking them if they want to go to right. Disney World. Like don't do that and then use yep. it your advantage. I didn't like that. Don't do that because you know children are easily influenced and dangling something amazing in front of a child. She, she's moving from the country to this big beautiful city. Yeah. Of course she's going to be on board with it but don't use Hannah as a way to get what you want. I didn't like that. I agree. Yeah. I'm in total agreement. Alright so Kirsten got released from immigration or wait or is it customs? It's customs at the airport. Customs. customs. Yeah. So, they wanted to ask her questions and they checked her luggage and they wanted to know if she brought Julio anything from her country, which I'm assuming drugs, huh? right? Is that, that's what they're looking for, right? I don't know. I'm so confused by all this. What do they think that she was bringing over? Well, that's kind of what she made it sound like they insinuated. Did right. Why would they assume that that would come from the Netherlands? I don't know. That was so, that, that... I don't understand. Do they know. not have? people go to the new york um airport from the netherlands i mean it's an airport don't people fly in from all over the world yeah, well, I thought when you come from overseas you can only go into new york or um lax aren't those the only two hubs for um international flights or am i wrong no that really i i had no idea i heard that you could no, you guys, y'all know I don't fly. So. Oh, yeah, you don't know. I'm pretty sure <laughs> oh, no. when you fly from over international, you can only go into New York and L.A. I could be wrong, I'm okay, but that's that's what I was told, that those were the only two hubs when you're coming from overseas. Oh, I, okay, Cara, tell me if we're right. I know Cara is quick on her, on her phone. I have to find out. Because... I I, didn't I don't know. Um, the uh, the airport. Remember, I had to take one of my H two A's to the airport um, down close to you, and it's international. Yeah, and he was going back to Mexico. Right. You're right. So. It is an international. Okay, so maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you can find because yeah, someone is saying, "What about Miami?" Because you can definitely take Miami and go out into Mexico and to South America. That's true. You definitely can. Maybe I'm wrong. I just thought, I thought someone told me flying into the U.S., you could only go through those two hubs. I think it's just the bigger airports like New York and L.A., Chicago. Uh, it, it looks like it's just the bigger airports. Oh, okay. So it Maybe coming in is different than leaving. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, Amsterdam is in the Netherlands, hence why they were, ex ex what did that say? Suspecting. Wait, so what, what happens in Amsterdam? I'm stupid. What happens in Amsterdam? Yeah, yeah. What happens in Amsterdam, we don't know about. Right. Is, <laughs> is it like a drug um, hub or something? I, I don't know. I'm stupid. I, I, don't, I don't know. That's interesting. Come See, on. I love learning new stuff. No. I'm, I'm so open to learning about new things. That's, that's kind of why I like 90 Fiance, because I get to learn about different cultures and different countries and, and watch Americans struggle to adapt with because we're yeah. so simple and basic. Well, wasn't wasn't Jesse from um, Amsterdam? And he never had problems yeah. flying in. Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah. Oh, someone says the Google Red Light District. It's Oh, it's a drug hub. No way. I did not even know that. Wow. So they That's assumed crazy. that she was bringing something in her luggage. But wait, so that means that their security isn't very tight at their airports leaving, because if it made it here, it means that it made it through their security checks. 
and they wouldn't have caught it till here. So that means that, yeah, it's an easy way to smuggle out, I guess. That's wow. wow. I didn't learn. Okay, no. So okay. So hold hey. on. Amsterdam is famous for the line of windows and doors surrounded by red lights. Red lights that signify legal prostitution. You can walk from the streets and barely see dressed women sitting behind windows waiting. There is all, all kinds of things about Amsterdam that I that we did not. I know. had no oh, idea. Wow. I had no, no idea. Wow. I, so That's now, crazy. It's okay. It, gonna do it's starting to make sense as to why they were suspicious of a seemingly innocent woman at customs. I See, I didn't even know any of that. So now it's beginning to make a little more sense. I, I just thought they were being discriminatory. I had no idea. Wow. Why didn't we hear any of this whenever Jesse was on 90 Day Fiance? I don't know. We never even seen him have any problems come into the U.S. And he flew into New York, I believe, every time because yeah. don't they then they used to live um, close to New York or something? Yeah, in Connecticut, in Connecticut. Okay, yeah, so, so they he would fly into New York. In wow, D. Wallen, which is the largest and best known red light district in Amsterdam, it consists of a network of alleys containing approximately three hundred one-room cabins rented by prostitutes who offer their sexual services from behind a window or a glass door what? illuminated by light, black lights. Window prostitution is the most visible and typical kind of red light district, red light district work in Amsterdam. There is so much wow. about Amsterdam. Holy crap. Yeah, yes. Tracy said every pretty much everything is legal there. That, wow. That's, gotta, that is crazy. No. Oh, except drinking and driving. Portuguese princess said they don't allow that. You can have a prostitute that works through a window. Wow. But you cannot drink and drive. Okay, so Kirsten is there. Oh, is, I liked her comment. Where's the guy with the thing in his hand for the Statue of Liberty? I kind of love that. <laughs> right. Wait, Molly, you've been there? No way. Yeah. She said it's super creepy after dark. Hangs on every corner. What? Why do I not? Why do I feel uncultured? I do too. I didn't know any of this. I thought that they were holding this poor girl at the at the uh, customs just to be rude, you know, just to yeah. to make her day worse. I had that no is so clue. crazy because we never heard about that. Whenever um, Jesse and Darcy was on Ninety Day Fiance, we never heard yeah. of him being detained them taking his passport or anything. So that is crazy. But didn't wow. fly somewhere else? Wasn't Jesse somewhere else and then he flew to the United States because he is so well-traveled or whatever? I don't, I don't remember. I know that he traveled a lot. Yeah. I kind of feel like he was in Australia before he came yeah. here. That's what's popping into my head. You know, y'all, I'm obsessed with Darcy and Stacey. So I feel, I kind of feel like he was in Australia before he came to see Darcy. Yeah, I could be wrong, though. Why we didn't hear a lot about it. Oh, what Molly said gangs. Gangs on every corner. Jesus Really? Christ. So. That's oh, crazy. The part of Amsterdam and the Netherlands where she showed us looked amazing and beautiful. So just to yeah, show you yeah. the different types of areas in a country because I never would have put that as being in the same place. First of all, I didn't even know that. I've heard the red light district term, 
but I had no clue it was that I, insane. But I just wrote myself a note to make sure I do some research on Amsterdam while I'm Yeah, <laughs> I want to know too, so we can talk about it more. But oh, Kirsten is going to meet with Julio's mom and she's going to meet his family and they're going to, I guess, tell her together that he's leaving in two months, which I don't think is fair. I kind of feel like he should have told his mom it's not Kirsten's job to tell his mom that he's moving because she's gonna as a mom i feel like she's gonna look at her as the person that's taking her son away even though her son is a grown adult man who can make his own decisions because that's how my mom treats me she treats me like a baby and she gets mad at whoever i'm dating yeah. so i feel like she's gonna get a lot of negative press from this situation because yeah. she's gonna be like oh well you're gonna come over here you're gonna take my child from me i hate you like i feel like it's and it's also not fair on julio's part for keeping it a secret from his mom because we saw how much she loves him and values him and almost worships the ground he walks on so the fact that he's going to spring it on her i don't like sneak attacks on people like i've always been against sneak attacks yeah. like if you want to be honest and you love the person tell them the second you know yeah because like sometimes people will say like oh well i've known but i didn't want to tell you this kind of happened on love in paradise on the last season with um matthew and anna where he knew that the the visa was going to take a long time but he's like i'm not gonna tell her right now because you know yeah i want to have a good time on this trip i don't like that i don't like sneak attacking people and i feel like that's exactly what he's doing to his mom wait, wait hold on we got yeah. offered space cakes by everyone so many legal drugs i said hell no i'm not about to go on permanent trip here it's a beautiful but it's definitely a culture shock i seen a lot wow hey, a space cake molly now we need details what are space, space cakes? cakes so it's some sort of edible right that's crazy that's what i would think or is it a it pill is it a pill y'all me because i have no idea what you're talking about i feel <laughs> no, we need like this has turned into an um amsterdam documentary at this yeah. point right I am so interested in all of this. And I love that Molly has been there because I have like a Mushroom billion questions. Edibles. Mushroom edibles. Wow. No way. Wow. They just, wait, they were offering it to you for free? They weren't even charging you money? That is, that's questionable. You're right. Don't take it because you'll be there on a permanent vacation. Yep. People are offering you free drugs. There's never anything that comes good from free drugs. Drugs cost <laughs> money. If they're offering it to you for free, there is something going on and you don't want to be a part of whatever that situation is. Yep, I agree. Okay, so I want to talk about, um, wait, did we finish with them? Yeah, I think we did. Okay, so I want to talk about Brandon and Mary because, hold on, I have some notes because this was a lot for me. I have so I kind of wanted, like, I have a lot. So I'm sorry, guys. I'm, it's going to be a minute. So if you need a drink or something, go ahead and grab it. Because it's going to be a minute. I have, I have a lot to get out of here. So Brandon, okay, so Brandon has been sending Mary, like, six, fifty dollars to $60,000 to build a house. Yeah. So he did have a job. What the hell? Right. And he said that he made this in a year, which yeah. he didn't just have a job. He had a decent job. Fifty dollars to $60,000 yeah. in a year is not just a job. We're not talking about Burger King. Right. Like, that was a decent job. So I was pretty surprised by that. And then they kept showing the house that she was living in with her grandparents. Am I right or wrong? They didn't show any house. Right. So I was, I was wanting to see pictures of this house that he bought yeah. and paid for. They were, and when they, he was. They kind of made it look like that was the house. 
that he was paying for having built. But last week it looked like the grandparents. House. Yeah. So I got confused. Yes. I was confused too. Thank you. So, okay. You got that too. Okay. Cause when she was introduced in her package, she said, I live with my grandparents. They showed a picture of that yeah. house. And then when he was talking about the money he sent for the house, they showed her in that house, the outside of the house. So I was like, is this house one in the same? Yeah. Because there was a tsunami that destroyed either. He said her house, but I was assuming the family home because she right. didn't have her own house. Right. Yeah. I feel like, when would she have time to work? She's busy calling everyone a liar and a cheer. When would yeah. she have time to do that? So it had to be maybe Only 12. Right. Like when would she have had time to have a house? So I'm worried because he's arriving in the Philippines with $250 with no credit cards, no backup plan, no plan B or C and hoping that the house that he paid for is actually standing because that's where he's going to have to live because he literally has no money because $250 can get you what three nights at the hotel maybe and he would never even have money to get back home I'm pretty sure a ticket to Thailand or I'm sorry to the Philippines is $2,000 so first of all what the hell right like what the hell is going on where did this guy get fifty to sixty thousand dollars because he's living in an RV in his godparents driveway I'm just, there's so many red flag questions that I have. And the fact that he was able to come up with such a large amount of money and he just handed it to someone. Okay. That bothers me too. So, so to get a really nice house in the Philippines, it's around 20,000 US dollars. So wait, does that mean that he built like a mansion or did he not build anything and he's just been giving his money away? I think he's just been giving his money away, but according to what I'm seeing, it doesn't cost very much. So, so that's even more disturbing because he's bought two houses, two and a half at this point, And I'm scared that he's going to get over there to no house. Like, I, and then the fact that she kept saying, like, don't come here. Don't come here. Like, that. oh, wait, let's talk about the plane ride. For, well, hold on. Angela, she showed up to the airport to say goodbye to him, his mom. And I thought that that was good because I know that she doesn't agree with what he's doing. And I know that they didn't have a good relationship and I know it's her fault. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's any, it's her fault, whatever. I'm just going to say, it. and yeah. I'm just, just glad that she was there to support him because I've always believed being a good person, a good friend, a good parent means supporting people, even when you don't want to, even when you don't agree with what they're doing, even when you wish that they were smarter. You yeah. still support that person because you love them. They can be doing something so damn stupid. If right. you love them, you're going to be there for them. So she showed up. I was happy about that because as as much as he doesn't want to admit it, he wanted her to be there. Yeah. And you can tell that him not having her growing up has left a massive hole yeah. in his heart. And her showing up meant so much. It didn't mean that she wanted him to do it. It just meant that I'm going to be your mom and I'm going to support you. And I felt like yeah. that, that super important for him. So I'm glad that she showed up. And Mary doesn't like him sitting on the plane next to women. Okay, so I travel for work a lot. Okay, like all the time. Well, it slowed down right with COVID, but I still do. And you don't really get to pick who you sit next to. I've sat next to loud people. I've sat next to Grammy Award winning singers. I've sat next to women. I've sat next to couples who made out the whole flight. 
No, you don't get to pick. Yeah. It's just, it's kind of a, a game of the lottery. It's a chance. Yep. You don't know. So she's like, oh, you're flirting with this girl. You're going to fall in love with this girl. I hate you. And the insecurity is just crazy to me. But did anyone catch that when he was at the airport and boarding the plane, she wasn't on the phone? Yes. He didn't have his, because I was like, I thought it was 24-7. Obviously, when he's in the air, yeah. if he doesn't have any money to buy the internet, they can't talk. But why wasn't she talking to him when he got to the airport and was riding to the airport? That was weird to me. I don't well, know. Don't I don't do wanna... that. To, like, take your phones and put them, like, in, like, a little basket or something and let them go through the thingamajigger, yeah. the well, whatever you call it. You don't yeah. have that to hang up, do you? Do you have to hang up to do that? I don't know. If you do or not, I've never FaceTimed somebody 24 hours. Me neither. Day. You're right. When I go through, um, neither. I mean, I know, like, when you get on a ship, you have to go through the um, what do you call them? Metal detector thingamajiggers. Yeah. yeah. So you have to have, if you have like your phone or whatever on you, it they ask you to cut it off and then so it for it to go through the thingamajiggers. Oh, so maybe that's okay. wrong. Her after, she, after she threw a fit about the women. She said, don't come, don't come. Yes. And then they showed him to call her and they showed her not answering. Yeah. So I, so I feel like if you want to control who I sit by on the plane, you need to, you're going to be buying the seat next yep. to me, right? Yep. Like if that's what you're going to demand, I'm going to expect you to buy the seat next to me. Or they have those really expensive seats on international flights where it's like a bed. Buy me one of those. Yep. If you want to dictate what I can and can't do, I'm going to need you to pay up, yep. right? If you're not paying, you don't get to tell me where I'm sitting or how I'm going to get there because you're not paying. Yep. You know, like your opinion is irrelevant to me because it's my money. Yep. You know, you didn't get me there. You didn't put me on the plane. And it's like the idea that he can't communicate or even sit near or in the region of another woman. How is this relationship going to function? Because I don't know if she's realized this, but other women exist. Yeah, I don't know if she's ever left her house, but well, other women is, exist. Is she going to um, accuse him of her grandma? Yeah, she's a woman. She's yep. a woman. Well, he was. She already accused him of the sister and the mother's roommate. Yep. Well, I'm pretty sure it's probably the mother's age. Yeah. Right. I'm pretty sure the mom isn't living with a 19, 20 year old girl. The mom right. is probably living with someone her own age, and she already accused him of that. Literally nothing is off limits. She just feels he's going to bang anything that is a female. Anything. Portuguese princess. That was my thoughts exactly. I had to flip the phone around to the first old gray-haired lady I could find and been like, yeah, that's, that's who I'm with. But why should you have to do that at all? Like, that's my whole point. Like, you, when I get on a plane, you I don't have to. But if somebody expected that from me, you are going to get the most absurd shit you've ever seen. Because I will toy with your head all day long if you think you're going to control me. Yes. Yes. I, I, I'm with you on that one, Cara. Man. Yeah, you're going to accuse me of something? Accuse me if you want to. Yep. I'll do it in your face. Yep. You bet your it's ass. It's just the level of toxic. Like, I thought that I understood toxic relationships and I understood dysfunctional relationships, but... I knew nothing until I saw this. And it's like, they play off of each other. It's like, he's toxic, she's toxic. And it's almost like they're on a, a, a competition of who can be the most toxic yeah. person. They make toxic look untoxic. Right? <laughs> that makes sense. Like, I can't. I mean, 
it's okay for her to lie yeah. and when he, he falls asleep and undoes the um, router um the router yeah. yep. and then cuts his phone completely off just in case it gets plugged back in yep but if something like that happens with him he cut it off so he could go be with another girl yep. All right, guys. So yeah, I'm probably only on the second episode, but I am so ready for this tell-off. I know. Yeah. Did, did you see that they posted um, on Twitter? They said if you have questions for the tell-all, to submit them. So I want to make sure we all submit our questions. They're gonna so they're gonna pick some and read them on the tell-all. So I want to make maybe sure all three of us. Maybe they'll pick me to be a guest. Right? Next. I would love. Yes, I want to be a guest on Tell All. I want to ask them questions. Yeah. I'm not coming for Sean Robinson's job or anything, but I want to ask the questions. Yep. I want to do it. All right, so me and Carl will make it interesting. Right? <laughs> All right, so I want to talk about something that people might consider a spoiler. So I want to warn everybody before we get started on this conversation, we're going to talk about some information that came out. Um, last week on instagram so if you don't want to know this is your cue to mute this or leave i don't know whatever you want to do but i want to talk about this because two things came out last week so apparently in april um brandon's mom posted photos of brandon and mary's wedding yep so apparently this happened they got married and also, we heard that she is pregnant because yep. the mom said, um, and these posts have now been made private, family only. So, but there were screenshots of these posts. It was on her Facebook page. And now she said that she was expecting a grandchild. And there was a couple of cousins who were verifying information on Twitter on Mac and Chinze's post. So what do you guys think of two immature untrustworthy people who are now married and who are now having a child which i can't say i'm surprised because toxic relationships seem to last the longest because people convince themselves that they don't deserve any better and they convince themselves that this behavior is okay and acceptable because being alone would be worse so i'm not surprised but are you guys surprised i I am absolutely dumbfounded. I'm I'm disgusted. I hope to God that when she has this baby, that she has the cutest fucking nurses on the planet. <laughs> right? And, and I hope that the cute nurse hands him the baby. I'm... I don't know, guys. I'm I mean I'm I'm torn when it comes to social media because I mean, you know, I'm I'm friends with some of the OGs, you know, from 90 Day. Yep. So I know not, not to believe everything that you see on social media. But it was her, it was the mom that posted it. Yeah. If, well, I actually but saw... I mean, okay, let's... Okay, I the mom posted it, but... Wedding photos. I actually saw the wedding photos. I've it's seen... Actually it too. I've seen it too. I've seen everything that y'all talking about, okay. but I've seen stuff that has been said about people I'm friends with that was a lie. As have I okay. ever seen actual photos of them. You know what I mean? I mean, we already knew that was probably going to get married. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I mean, that wasn't a big shocker. 
but I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, if it's true, if they are married and if the, if she is pregnant, I hands down, I feel sorry for the baby because them two do not need a baby at this at this time. You know what I'm saying? They're too toxic. Totally agree. And, I agree. And what if it's a little girl? Is she gonna is she gonna accuse him of doing something with a little girl? I mean, that's just Probably. how she is. Probably. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You've got to have some kind of trauma in your lifetime to think that you have to stoop that low to deal with that kind of to toxicity. Yeah. Just saying. I just worry that, and it can go both ways because Brandon is, he needs a lot of attention. Yeah. Because he makes it seem like Mary is the needy one, but he's just as needy as her. So if she was to be taking Yeah. Yeah. If it's both. He's saying that he's, you know, he that's all he deserves because he doesn't know any better because of how he was treated when he was growing up. She says that she's like that because of her ex cheating on her. But she also says she's like that because her mom didn't want her either. And that's why she lives with the grandparents. And I mean, yeah, everybody leaves. I mean, I don't care. Issues. Let me tell you guys something, okay? I don't care if you can be with someone 24-7. I actually know a couple that live together, work together, run a business together 24-7. He still had a child with somebody else. That's oh, insane. That's crazy. They had a DNA test because she was like, there's no way possible. We're together 24-7. He had been sleeping with this woman in the bathroom of the business. Mm, so, I mean, if you want to cheat, I don't care. You can be stuck up there till 24 hours a day. They're going to cheat. Yeah. That's true. If there's a will, so, there's a way. But, I'm yeah, just okay. saying, and that, that's true, guys. That's true. That's Sorry, true. No, I'm not changing the subject, but I do want to revert back to his job where he got Fifty to sixty thousand dollars to send mm -hmm. over there, if that's. But then, almost in the same breath, it was. I've worked as a dishwasher. I've worked as a car washer. I've worked as this. Okay, so let's say that you worked it all three at once and you made the sixty grand or whatever. But you also said you were fired left and right for being on the phone with her. So unless you had three other backup jobs and you're just constantly working while you're on the phone with her. There is no possible way. There's just no possible way. So I think that's bullshit. You think the amount of money is bullshit? Yes. Or I don't think he sent that kind well, of money to her. No, I don't either. When he said that he had been through living in his car to not having anywhere to live at all to, I just don't see him having that much money. I don't know, I hate to say that. But I just don't see him as the person who would work long enough, especially the whole time he's known her. He's known her for two years. Yeah. And she doesn't allow him to do anything. Right. So making that much money is literally impossible for him because it would require eight to 10 hours a day, at least five days a week to make that yep. type of money. There's no chance that she would give him more than 25 minutes a day without saying that he's cheating or I would say maybe 15 minutes a day without him saying that he's cheating on her. So if he did send her that money, where did he get it yeah. from? That was what and I was No job on the planet. I don't give a shit how 
bottom of the barrel it is, nobody's going to say, oh, yeah, bring your phone with your girlfriend on it. And, no. be, you know, focus on that, not really your job. And I'm going to pay you a crazy amount to do it. Yeah, there's yeah. no. Because then he say too, that um, that he had, a, I think he said, a, a office job. And he lost it because um, she got mad because he had to um, have conversations with the receptionist. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. A worker. She she doesn't want him interacting with anyone at all. That's why I think it's impossible for him to have made fifty to sixty thousand dollars because I don't know any job where you can make much any money at all without interacting with another. Yeah. It, there's not very many jobs. Even if you work in a mine, you're not the only one in the mine. There's other people down there with you. Okay, so I don't know how it's possible that he would be able to work any type of job where he has no human interaction. I don't know any jobs that that pay good where you don't maybe oh wait maybe a groundskeeper at a cemetery maybe because all those people are dead right maybe possibly I don't know maybe but you maybe you still working with people when you dig in the grave well yeah yeah, yeah, yeah you're, you right. you're right when you bury her <laughs> did you like her when you buried her did you talk to her when you buried her then don't did you have sex with her when you buried her. <laughs> That is exactly what she would ask. Like, did you, what did you do to her before you put her in the ground? Well, what were, I don't, how do I know what you were doing with her? Is she pretty? Is she pretty? I can't with her. Like, I know, and I don't want to like make fun of her or, or whatever, because if it is a mental condition of how she feels, whatever, I don't know that I'm not a doctor, but I just think that until she gets her jealousy under control, her insecurities under control. I don't see how she's ever going to have a healthy relationship with anybody, like at all. Because she's a child. She's an immature child. Plain and simple. Is that, that's 100% accurate. She has it's, no understanding of what it's like to be an adult at all. Oh, and somebody said that they doubted that the baby was Brandon's. How do you guys feel about that? Do you feel like it's definitely his or... Or is it, is it in question for you? Well, well, I'd have to see the timeline, but yeah, it, it me too. It, it when could, somebody did say that, I was like, well, she does unplug her router and disappear for times. So I was like, any one of the boys at the playground. Well, I mean, she said that she's a virgin. There's no way possible she's a virgin. Nope. When did she say that? I missed that. She's a virgin. Whenever she went to the, whenever she went to the park with her friends, when she was he said that she was a virgin. That she was scared boy, because she heard Americans have big, you yes, know what? I heard that part, yeah. but she had a boyfriend before. She wants us to believe that they were never intimate ever. Yeah, exactly. Mm, I mean, I grew up in the church, and I wasn't, you know. Okay, we'll let that. Okay. Got it. She said it was virgin and she was nervous because she was told that American men have big penises and she's scared. Hmm. So all five of those little boys said, when we hit puberty, we'll all show you how it's done. So you're not scared. <laughs> but they haven't hit puberty yet. I there's so much. This is complex for me. This These is These are children. These are children. I think that they're adults but like in the mindset they're all school age children in their mindset i think they're all adults but they're they're adults playing adult games 
or no, they're children playing adult games, and I think that's that's the scariest part. I believe Brandon is twenty three, not not so much maturity wise, but I do believe he's twenty three. But looking at her, I have a very hard time believing she's even of age. Well, no, 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 no. She is. She's twenty two, I believe. That's what she said. I know that TLC verifies ages. Mm-hmm. I know that for a fact. So oh, she would have had to show um, that she proof of age and citizenship because you have, she, they, they have to pay her. So her appearance on the show, they have to pay her. So they have to verify that information. They can't just hand money to anybody. Barely 18. Mm, I think she's probably of age. I think that um, in their culture, they do look a lot younger. I agree. I do. I've noticed that. Um, I believe she's from the Philippines. You know, um, in Thailand and the Philippines, they, they age much slower than we do. I agree. They look a lot younger. But I'm not just so much concerned with her appearance and her friend's appearance. I'm just the mentality. Oh. I mean, yeah. somewhere in there, you have to mature. You just have to mature. You, you, you don't. Oh, no, Cara. I know some. I know some people that's 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 on in their fifties and sixties, and they they still act like immature children. I'm not saying I'm mature. I still giggle at farts and penises. I do that every now and then, but it's just the principle that <laughs> it's just the principle that the way they talk, though, just. Go back and watch them sitting at the park and listen to these little kids sitting in a circle talking. It's just I know. I got it. I I, I get it because I was like, what are they trying to say? They actually said they came out and said something else, but we all know what they meant. So Mm -hmm. just like little kids sitting there. And I'm just I, I, I I don't even care if they look 10 or if they act if they act like an adult and look 10, that's one thing. But if they say they're an adult and they act 10, that's another. That really yeah. bothers me. I, I I get it. It's such immaturity. And, you know, if this is true, there's a baby entering into this situation. And it's, and so- it's scary. And it's like, which one of them is going to work? Because that was my next thing. I was because Brandon's like, I have like no money, two hundred fifty dollars. I don't think she works, and it's I don't think it's possible. Because when she turns off the router, she's not going to work. I don't. So it's like, who's gonna take care of them? And if this house actually exists, like you still have to eat, you still have to pay for water. I don't know how does water work over there. Do you pay for it? Do you go get it? I don't. I don't know. I can't answer that. But you still have to have money for expenses. You're like life is not you can buy a home and still have nothing to put in the home you need electricity you need food you need water you need clothes you need all these things so i'm just confused at what their plan is because their plan is we're going to get married and be together okay so well, what about after that the philippines just raised their age of sexual consent from 12 to 16. 12 that's way From too low. 12 to 16. When the, do you mean Jess, like recently? March, March 7th, 2022. Oh, dear God. 
that's 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 scary that's 12, very scary 12 year old children and the age of consent means that it could be someone that could be someone in their 20s or 30s yes holy god that is terrible but now they have to be 16 to consent but still but what took them so long to raise it i'm yeah that is very very disturbing that's very disturbing i i Wow, I don't even want to say. So much research to do tomorrow. I know. I, I feel like we have a lot. We have a lot to. Well, yeah, actually, Prince Prince, that is true. I have seen documentaries on child prostitution over there. You're a hundred percent right. Because isn't wait, didn't um, Jared from Subway say that he went over? Over to one of the European areas because yes. there was yep you're a hundred percent right and they they kind of looked the other way yep. because that's kind of what they were saying in the documentary that people were going over there and doing horrible things with people way underage and nobody was really paying attention because that yep. was kind of the focus of the documentary yep oh it's on Dateline it's on Dateline okay got it I'm just I've got so much research to do yeah we have to figure this out oh someone said child brides wow this is getting dark <laughs> this is getting dark that is so that's horrible. crazy that that is crazy donna yeah she's like and we thought the other ones were bad right <laughs> oh the movie sound of freedom um I haven't seen that. What is it? Is it about this? Yeah, I haven't this? seen it either. So if y'all have seen it, please don't spill the beans. Oh, yeah. Don't I haven't seen it. So we're going to try to watch it to see what that's about. But um, what are, you, what are your predictions? I know we know that they're married. But like, what do you think is going to happen when they get there? Do you think that they're going to get along? Because they've never met. They don't know what it's like to be around each other. And Brandon is convinced that once they meet and spend time together, all of their problems will vanish and disappear, and they will get along. And he said the, the controlling and well, what's first of all, why does he call controlling overthinking? Did anybody else catch that? He's like, he oh, well, I hate that. Yeah, call it what it is. Yep. He, he keeps saying, Oh, she's just overthinking. No, she's being controlling. Yep. When she tells you that you can't sit on the plane next to the assigned seat person that you are assigned by the national transportation and safety board yeah. you know she says that you can't do that that's not overthinking that's being controlling because i'm pretty sure swapping out seats you're not supposed to do that on airplanes right because they they're promoting safety and that's the whole point of tsa they want to make sure that people stay where they're supposed to be and people aren't doing on the anything that would jeopardize the safety of the other passengers they're not supposed to just be hopping around standing up going everywhere on the plane. We learned that lesson from 9-11. We know that safety yeah. is way more important and following the rules is way more important than letting people do whatever the hell they yeah. want. So she's being controlling. I hate that he keeps saying it's called overthinking. Overthinking, we all do. Yep. She's not doing that. She's being insecure and, and insane. There is That is the incorrect word or descriptor to use for that behavior. Now I'm wondering if they're gonna fight as much when they are face to face because well i was gonna say they can't really be they're not really gonna be interacting with a lot of people outside but i don't know that 
yet. But well, you no, know, on the previews they have a huge fight, and she tells him to leave. Yeah. But I'm just wondering if that's because her grandma was wearing a short nighty. Oh, <laughs> like, oh my gosh! Possibly. I'm, I'm just saying. It's gross. Uh, I don't know. That that girl. I, I don't. I, I don't. Have, I don't know. I I don't have a prediction. I have never not had a prediction for a 90 day person. Never. But I'm horrified at what's to come. Me too. And we're only two episodes in, yep. right? Yeah. Like to be left speechless and just out of control at this point, it's crazy to me. And I just really, like you said, I'm scared. I'm scared yeah. of what's going to happen because especially if there's a baby being brought into this, I just worry, you know, because children don't understand insecurity. They don't understand controlling. They don't understand any of that. They just yeah. know that they're not getting what they need from their parents. You know, that's yeah. that's children are the innocent ones in this. And I just hope that that child is going to be raised in a good environment. And from what we're seeing, that's questioned, you know? I just, oh my gosh, it's going to be bad. Well, anybody that makes Jasmine and Angela look like angels, hats off to them. That's true. Because them two are toxic. Yep. I have... <laughs> She's done beat them, so. Yep. Yeah, Jasmine is normal. Jasmine is completely normal at this point to me, based on yep. this. Like, even her requests, she's still normal for what she wants from Gino, and even her lying to him, and she she's still a better a better fiance to me. You know, she yeah. at least she listens to him. At least she lets him leave the house or yeah. go places on his own. You know, like I just felt right. Angela too, right? Angela is a is an angel. Yeah. Like we have seen the worst of the worst. We didn't know that we could see bad, but we have seen it. Angela is a complete angel, right? Like I feel like she can do no wrong compared to Mary. Mary. Maybe. Is maybe we need to put Mary in the room with Angela and Jasmine and let them teach her a little yeah, lesson. I, I like that. That would be awesome. I like that. I would love to see that show her a little tough love that show her what yeah like to really have relationship problems and to really be going through something because i hate to be like that but she ain't going through nothing like nope. she had one boyfriend in her life and he cheated on her sucks and, but and that doesn't define the rest of your life he cheated on her because she was a virgin so that's supposedly be, be right virgin. allegedly yeah. allegedly <laughs> We don't know that. It's I don't because it was only eleven then. Well, yeah. So yeah, it was illegal at that point. Got it? Because it, it's it's very alleged. Everything is alleged to me at this point. I need a little more proof of what's going on because I'm just yeah. like this whole situation, guys. It's got me scratching my head. But that's it. We've covered everything from this episode. Next week. We're going to see what's going on. There's more people we have to meet. I was surprised they only introduced one more couple tonight because there's like a bunch more people we have to meet. So we're, we're, we're only two episodes in, though, so we have a little more to go. And then when before the 90 days ends, I believe, is when we get the last resort. Yeah. So we're going from one show into the next, which I think is even more exciting. Yeah. Um, ready for it. The drama, TLC has delivered the drama because, you know, Face, what's her face coming on? Which one? 
Johan and what's her face? Yeah. Oh, Johan and Danielle. Yes, they have to be on because apparently Johan was shocked that Danielle was not as rich as she claimed to be or he thought she was. And it's actually opposite. She's just broke. So Johan is basically like, this is not what I signed up for. He's she's like, first bro. of all, I get she's, pa she, she's past broke. She's bankrupt broke. She's <laughs> negative. Yeah, she's in the negative. So Johan. So like, we got to film one more season because I still need a little more money. Yes. Yeah. It, I I need a little bit more TLC money, so we, we got to hang in there. <laughs> give, me, give me another season. We'll argue for another six months. Yeah, this is but their third I, show. I'd rather see Johan and Danielle than Big Ed and Liz. Absolutely. I'm so sick and tired of Big Ed and Liz. Like, why are they even on TLC? Well, Liz is not. They're both Liz they're, or Ed know. is. is why would they ever eat? why yeah I don't why know. neither one of them need a green card so it's confusing why they're still in the franchise i got the single life because you don't need a, a screen card for that but all the other shows they were on i don't understand it none of us really understand it at this point yeah and mark raise exactly they're making all this money too which is even more insane yeah, yeah. And now it's all over um, social media. They finally got a wedding date. Who cares? Yeah. You know, they're probably going to film it and try to make us watch it, too. You know that. Yeah. Right? They're probably going to film it and try to make us watch it. I have oh, never, and, ever not. And y'all not going to sit right there and watch it because we love the drama. <laughs> I have never, ever not wanted to watch a 90-day show. There's I don't want to watch, but will I? Absolutely. Yeah, because we want to see if um, Liz's, um, I think, grandparents show up and start some shit. That's the only reason why we're going to really watch. We're just want to, we want to see if somebody says, when the preacher asks if they shouldn't be married, if somebody actually says something. That's the only reason why we're going to tune in. We just want to see the drama. We don't care. We just want to see if somebody feels the same way as us and actually is going to say something. Yeah. And, yep. and yep. hopefully... Um, we're going to find out if Johan's meat shop is still open for business. That was a question in the comments. We're going to see if he is. I heard, I heard she is. Wait, the meat shop? <laughs> yes. Oh, I just got that. Wait, Didi, did you get that before me? Yes, she did. <laughs> oh, whoa. It took me a second. You got it before me. See, Didi, we're corrupting you. <laughs> we're corrupting. Y'all are bringing me out of my PG form, okay? <laughs> I, I, it, I had to think for a second. I was like, wait, what? No, Didi caught that one as the last word left my mouth. <laughs> See, oh, my goodness. That was good. Okay, okay. All right, guys. So we're going to be back um, next week, Sunday, for 90 Fiance before the 90 days. We'll cover that. And then Monday, another episode of The Other Way. Thank you for joining us. Make sure you're following me on all social media platforms at George Mossy, georgemossy.com. And anywhere you get your podcasts, like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, type in The George Mossy Show. And make sure you're following my co-hosts, Cara and Didi. They're tagged in this video. Thank you so much for joining us. And just remember, we are watching this just so we can make you laugh. We love the show, but we want to get you guys here and break it down and make you laugh. And thank you for coming and laughing with us. All right, guys, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.